0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe.
2: You're listening to more than a season podcast with Ashley and Brittany. Join us as we walk through what
1: life is like supporting someone within the sports industry real authentic behind the scenes look at what the support system experiences but no one discusses grab a drink sit back and listen because we are about to get real hey you
2: yeah you stop listening press pause and if you're on apple podcasts scroll down to the ratings and reviews select five stars and give us a review
1: and if you're on spotify click our podcast page and click follow and download to listen to all of our episodes thanks so much enjoy this episode Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Hi, friends. Welcome back. We are so excited to have a special guest on our episode here. We have Mia Robinson, and she is going to introduce herself. Well, hi,
0: guys. And thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited to talk to you both. So my name is Mia Robinson. My husband is Zach Robinson. He's currently the assistant wide receivers coach with the LA Rams. So we're located in Los Angeles, but we met in Dallas. We actually met at our local Whole Foods, and that was in 2018. I was there working for JCPenney Corporate, and Zach was training quarterbacks in high school and college, and then we got married last summer, so I moved to LA last summer as well. So this is Zach's second year in coaching. Okay, I need to hear the Whole
2: Foods story. So what happened?
0: (laughs) I know. It was so funny. We actually just got our wedding video back and we were reliving it because he tells a little bit about meeting in Whole Foods. So Zach was at the driving range and I had been running on the Katy Trail, which is a running trail in Dallas. And we both walked in there. It was our neighborhood Whole Foods, but we had never seen each other there. We had both lived there for about two years. And I kind of spotted him in one aisle and I was like, oh, that guy's pretty handsome. And apparently he was thinking the same thing, but we just never connected in the aisle. So he was in the checkout line, apparently thinking, Oh, my gosh, I'm gonna have to walk through the aisles with my bags and go find that girl. And I saw him checking out. So I was like, I'm gonna go in the lane next to him to see if we can make eye contact. And we did. And he waited for me to be done. And we started talking and went out two nights later. And that was it. We really just like were inseparable from there.
1: Wow, what a bold move by both of you. Like I applaud that because most people would just kind of stare from afar and be like, oh, he's cute, like never gonna see him again. But you're like, gotta have it. I'm gonna wait for him and go chase him down.
0: I know there was just like some kind of pull there. I was like, I'm not leaving here without talking to that
2: guy. (laughs) I love that story. I always feel like people say like, oh, if I meet someone in a grocery
1: store, but like you guys literally did. You met in a grocery store. (laughs) What were you buying? Did you get anything good? Or were you like, I don't even care what I'm picking up right? now i'm just going to try to make it to the checkout (laughs) honestly i think i did cut it short i think i like needed a couple more things but
0: i was like it's fine i can come back he's gonna leave like i gotta go say something so i think i just grabbed something quick for dinner and that was it
1: you know what's crazy is i'm originally from the dallas area and it's crazy how big dallas is and you could be living in the same literally the same complex but never meet like your neighbors just because there's so many people I think that's so crazy that you guys met each other. So you said 2018 this happened, right? So it's been two years. That is a lot to take in from working in Dallas, like at JCPenney, and then moving to California. Yeah. So let me give
0: you a little backstory. And I actually think I misquoted. It must have been 2017. And then we dated for a year in Dallas. So it was kind of a crazy story. When I met him, he was training high school quarterbacks and some college QBs and also working for this company called Pro Football Focus. They do all the analytics for college and NFL. So he was working remotely with them. So we dated for about a year of him doing that. And every January through March, he would come out to LA to train college QBs and get them ready for the combine and their pro day. So I had been used to him doing that a little bit. You know, he had kind of mentioned coaching here and there, but maybe just wasn't ready for it quite yet. So we dated for about a year, we got engaged in June. And like two weeks later, he had a promotion from pro football focus in their headquarters, which are in Cincinnati. So a month or like a couple weeks after we engaged, he's like, okay, we're going to move to Cincinnati if you're up for it, which was wild, because coming from retail and fashion, I didn't know what I was going to do for my career. But I was going to move for him and take that leap of faith. So we moved to Cincinnati. And then, you know, he was doing pro football focus from there and then came out to LA again from the January to March timeframe. And that's when he got approached for the assistant QB job at um, with the Rams. So I was back in Cincinnati just by myself kind of hanging out. And all of a sudden he calls me and he's like, hey, babe, like this crazy thing's happening. My name got thrown into the mix for this coaching job with the Rams. And actually in the same week, his name got thrown in for an Oregon job too. So... We were like, okay, what's going on here? Like trying to just get acclimated to it, like say some prayers and just think about how like everything could turn out. And he actually got an offer from both. So it was like this span of six days where I was like, I know that we're moving and we're not physically together to support each other, but he's gonna end up taking one of these jobs. So I ended up going with the Rams, obviously. And he basically never came back to Cincinnati. So he was only there for six
2: months. <laughs> oh my God, that's crazy. And so you ended up packing everything and doing all that stuff yourself and just moving out to LA. You know, you went to school at FITM, so you've been to LA at least. So you knew kind of the area? Yeah, a little bit, but I lived in Mid-City when I was here for school. So living in the Valley was definitely something
0: new for me. Luckily, they sent some movers to help me out, but a lot of it came down to like, me prepping the house, we were leasing a house there. So just getting everything ready in that sense and organized. And then yeah, traveling, we stayed at another coach's house for a couple nights. And then we were just like, we got to get into our own place somewhere.
1: Yeah, that's a lot to process within like six days. Because I mean, that's how it is. Like you get a job and then they usually leave and you're like left to pick up the pieces. So that's pretty crazy. And you seem so positive and just have this joy about you. So when all these things are going on, did you just like take it in? And you're like, Okay, this is what I'm gonna do.
0: Yeah, so we had kind of talked about coaching prior, like I was saying, and you know, he did mention that there would be time where we could be apart but just seeing how much football fills him up and brings him joy it's just a dream of his it's kind of what he's always done. And I love my career too. But just to see how much fulfillment he got, like it just kept me going. Like the night finding out that he got the job was just so exciting. And just to see how proud he was of himself and how proud I was, it was just so easy for me to be supportive throughout it all. And I was excited. I liked Cincinnati and who knows, maybe we'll end up there someday again, but I was ready for a change. I've kind of moved around a lot myself. So it's pretty easy for me. I guess I've gotten in a routine of just like picking up and let's go like a change is happening. And this is how we're gonna
2: like go about it. That's such a good mindset. Do you have like your own thing going on in LA now? Or like, have you picked up like a new job there? or What what are you doing? Yeah. So last
0: season, I was working for a small fashion company, but actually stopped working there during quarantine. So right now I haven't had much going on. (laughs) It's been pretty tough, like, because he was home the beginning of quarantine a lot. They were just doing um, their meetings virtually on Zoom. So hopefully something's going to come soon. But yeah, I stopped working for the past six months. But before that was working with this company, Marina Del Rey. So I was actually filling a lot of my time doing that because I was commuting about an hour and 15, you know, L.A. Traffic is kind of crazy, and so I was doing that, and he was working long hours. So it was actually a good balance.
1: Where this year I'm finding myself with a lot more um, alone time. Have you been able to connect with other women that are in the sport? Like, have you found yourself rooted with like the group of women around you? Yes, I am super blessed with amazing coaches' wives.
0: This group is unreal. I mean, it's my first group, but they welcomed me arms wide open. We have this group Me Chat where we're constantly sending just basically little like love notes and happy birthdays and just really connecting. And even though I was working a lot last year, it was really important for me to make the time to, go and see those girls if they had anything going on. Whether it was a Christmas party or just a small get together, it was just really important for me to find a way to be able to get there and spend time with them.
2: I have to go back though, because when you were like, we got engaged, we moved to Cincinnati, and then all of a sudden you moved to LA. So like, were you planning a wedding during all of that time? Or what'd you do? Okay, yes.
0: So it was wild. Like, got engaged, moved two weeks later, started planning the wedding in Rhode Island. So from Cincinnati, that's not too far. I could kind of go home and see my family and go venue shopping and talk to caters. And then all of a sudden, February, March, move all the way across the country. So I feel like the wheels started to come off a little bit like in April and May. And I just was like, I don't care. Whatever needs to happen, just that's fine. Oh, there's not going to be like more than two types of flowers or there's not going to be frames on every table. Like don't care. It's fine. Cause I was just like trying to learn a new lifestyle. You know, I'm new to the coach's wives world. So trying to learn that and just get comfortable. And so
1: yeah, I feel like the wheels came off a little bit, but we made it happen. And everything was great. Yeah, that's how I was with my wedding too. I had we moved from Kansas to Washington in the middle of when we were planning. And I was like, at the end, you're like, Okay, I just want to get married. Let's just get there. Like get me to the aisle. I'd be grateful. So that's funny that you say that. Um, Since you you know, got engaged, and you were doing all these moving Do your family, like understand the lifestyle? Are they still learning like how he is not able to go to all things or to go with you when you want to go home for holidays and things like that?
0: Yeah, it's funny. I feel like my mom, she loves football. We grew up watching it with her. So I feel like she tried to understand but it was crazy last year in October, she came to visit us. So it was when I was like, really in the thick of it, learning and experiencing the new world of coaching. And she looked at me and she was like, Oh my gosh, y'all are like, roommates. (laughs) She was like, you're like ships passing in the night because she barely saw him when he was here. But yeah, people still ask, like, they'll have a wedding in October or November. And they're like, Oh, is your husband gonna come? And I'm like, no like it's still so weird to me that people don't get it but it's true it's just such a different world people don't even think about that so yeah I I think my mom seeing it up front she was like wow and we were newlyweds so she was like oh gosh like you guys probably can't wait until the off season and then boom we were in quarantine like four months just together
2: in the house we're like all right we made up for it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's so funny. I always say that too like ships passing in the night during football season cuz that's seriously what it is. What was like your biggest struggle I guess with learning this whole coach's wives life? Like you kind of just got thrown right into into the big leagues honestly. So what was like your biggest struggle with everything?
0: I think just trying to figure out how to do things on my own at home, I guess, just whether that was like cleaning or laundry or calling and like taking care of bills or setting up like we moved actually right before the season, like after we got married, because the first place we were at here, we didn't love. So just trying to do all of that on my own and not feel like upset by it, I guess, you know, I'm I'm kind of I like things a certain way. So he might be able to do something really quick when he gets home, but I know I'm always going to redo it. So just learning that it's fine for me to just do it from the very beginning. And I know that he's working so much. It's not like he's just playing golf or something all day. Like he's actively working that amount of hours that I'm home and
1: I'm happy to do it. Yeah, that's a good mentality to have because you do, you learn to become like super independent and it's not fun all the time, but you do learn to do it pretty quickly because you're like, oh, if I want this to be done, like I could do it right now and learn how to do it. So before COVID and um everything happening like what was your work schedule and his so like you were driving you said an hour and 15 minutes each way and then he is working so what is a typical normal week like for both of y'all So during the season he leaves
0: around 5 or 5:30 he does work out in the morning so that's why he leaves a little bit earlier And then I would leave about 5.45 and go to the gym. And then I would get home around 7 or 7.30. And last year, he would get home around anywhere from 9 to 11. But this year, it's been a little bit different so far. So for me, I'm kind of, you know, I'll work out in the morning around 8 and then try to figure out something to fill my day. And then he's been getting home a little bit earlier now. So more like 8.30 or 9. It might change once they have their first game. But then it was really fun last year because Saturdays we would go down and we we were able to stay at the team hotel with them and then go to the games on Sunday. So that was always something to look forward to. As crazy as the weeks were, it was like, okay, Saturday's going to come and we all get to stay down at the hotel with the other wives. We can go for a drink downstairs and then all go to the game and tailgate and Sunday will be fun.
2: That's such a cool little tradition too to have. What is this year going to look like for you guys? Have you like determined anything of like what you're going to be doing or games and things like that? Yeah, so not fully. So no one
0: can go to the games, no family or friends, the guys will still go down to the hotel on Saturday night. And then they'll only travel on Saturdays for away games. Sometimes they would travel on Friday nights, but it's only going to be Saturday now. And then I think for us wives, we're just going to try to get together at someone's house. However many people feel comfortable, we know that some people have multiple children, and that could be really difficult for them. So they may stay at home, but just trying to still have some camaraderie and get together. I just got some like sweatpants and a little Rams tank. And I'm like, okay, this is my like game from home outfit.
1: <laughs> no, that's awesome. And your friends that are not a part of the coaching world that you said that you still had from college, do they understand what's going on? Like with the lifestyle too? Or are they still adjusting? Or how has that been for them?
0: Yeah, no, they've been like able to just dive right in my best friend. She was my maid of honor in my wedding. She actually lives out here and she was kind of my wing girl last season. If I had like an extra ticket, I'm like, come with me. So she like really hung in there and just kind of became like one of us, which was really nice and fun. And um, I think that, you know, she liked football before, but now she's really gotten to see a new perspective. And she definitely has a lot of respect for what they do. And yeah, it's been a lot of fun to have her and include her too.
2: Do you have any like crazy stories from last season of like games that you attended like any fun fan in the stands anyone say anything that you were like, Whoa, these fans are crazy. Yeah, so it's funny,
0: like the wives group where we sat last year, um, it'll all be different now this year because the new stadium, but where we were like my row backed up to just normal season ticket holders, or if those season ticket holders sold their tickets. So they would definitely try to like banter with some of us wives or like like especially me because I was in the last row. I don't know if it was because Zach was like one of the last coaches in or something, but they would always be like, Yeah, so what are you thinking about like the quarterback? And I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> Oh, coach should have called like this play. And I'm like, I think that they know what they're doing. You know, I, it's funny. I always say like coaches wives can be kind of gritty. It's not glamorous. I feel like a mama bear. Sometimes if someone's like talking badly about a certain position or a play call a player, whatever, I have to like ignore them. They're not part of the team. They don't know. But sometimes I get really defensive. I'm like, those are our husbands out there, you
1: know? <laughs> I can't imagine after talking with you, you turning around and being too mean (laughs) to people. You'd be like, please stop doing that. Please. Yeah, basically. In my head,
0: I'm like really intimidating, but I'm probably just like,
1: can you please not talk badly about anyone? (laughs) That's great. I I loved that, like your entire perspective for you being involved in so much so quick is so great, because a lot of the times when you get thrown into the coaching world, you're kind of like, well, my life is like at fingertips of the sport. And it's just kind of crazy. So I really applaud you and admire you for just really having that joyful mindset and just diving right in. Oh, thank you.
0: You know, I feel like that's just the best thing to do is try to just go with the flow, see the joy that it brings your husband or boyfriend, whatever, fiance. Um, Because just seeing them so fulfilled and writing out their dream is just like, it fills me
2: up too, so. Did he have a family that was in football. And so he kind of knew like, maybe this is the path I'm going to take. I don't think any
0: his dad played sports, but soccer, but he started playing in like peewee and then high school and I guess got some good looks from colleges. So he went and played at Oklahoma State. And it's funny because his mom went to Oklahoma State and his dad went to OU. And then Zach my husband is one of four and they all went to Oklahoma State. So we always laugh because his dad's just like at every Oklahoma State game, just like, you know, they're big
1: rivals. So he's just like, all right, here we go. <laughs> that's crazy that they didn't choose OU because that's like life or death in that state. <laughs> I know.
0: I know. So yeah, Zach went on to play college football at Oklahoma State. And then he was in the NFL as like a practice squad third string QB for about five years. And he actually had Tommy John surgery. And that's why he ended up in Dallas because he rehabbed his elbow in Fort Worth. So that's how we ended up meeting each other.
1: Yeah, I just I'm Near and dear with OSU. I I remember telling you, I was like, I went to Oklahoma State, loved it, loved it. Have you been back to visit the Alma Modern? Have you been there?
0: No. And I'm so upset. Like when we were dating, I was like, come on, like, I really want to go to a game. And it just like never worked out because he's always been pretty busy during the football season, even with PFF. And now I'm like, great. Like, when am I going to get to go? So hopefully I can go with like one of his siblings or something.
1: Yeah, I'm very biased, obviously, because I went there, but it is near and dear to my heart. So you'll have to do it. Maybe, maybe not football season, though. So you're not leaving him to go visit his own alma modern. But what would you tell yourself at the beginning, like something that you know now that you wish you would have known, like starting out?
0: I would say try not to set too many expectations. Things are always changing and you can try and plot out like, well, maybe next year we'll be here or this will happen or X, Y, and Z. And I just think staying present and in the moment and cheering them on, like, as you're just going game to game and trying to stay positive, that's so important. I mean, the positivity thing is huge. Like if they lose games, just trying to like, you know, understand how they might be upset and just trying to remain positive. Um, And then also just leaning into the support group that's built in. So lucky. I hope it's like this everywhere, but the wives have been super welcoming and I just want to, learn and listen to how they've gone about this because they have way more experience than me you know I'm still starting out so just leaning into that as much as possible
2: you have such a positive perspective I love it so much but thank you so much for
1: interviewing with us we loved having you on here thank you guys so much this is so fun yeah thank you everyone for listening and we'll see you guys next time Thank you so much for listening to this interview on More Than a Season podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at More Than a Season
2: underscore women's guide for the latest updates. You can also follow our personal Instagram accounts at
1: Ashley M. Kramer and Britt Labby. We would love it if you would download, subscribe, and leave us a review on your choice of platform. Thank you so much. See you next time. For
0: the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time.